0: Hi and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in today's episode we'll be talking about taking a people-centric approach to controlling the rooms in a care home. I'm joined in the studio by Jonathan Copley, a marketing manager for room automation at Siemens Smart Infrastructure. Jonathan, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you, John.
0: So we've talked about this people-centric approach, well-being, health, productivity. How does this apply to care homes?
1: Well, I'm glad you've chosen care homes, John, because this is a very interesting segment for our industry. You will know that because of the demographic changes, aging population, there is an increasing demand for care homes and also for high quality retirement homes. So for everyone in our industry, this is a very interesting market segment.
0: Yeah, as you mentioned, we have these these overarching trends, these mega trends with not just the aging population, but also the urbanization. So people are moving uh, these more traditional uh, widespread homes into different formats, into different construction types and also different demands on space.
1: Yeah, and if you're thinking from the point of view of businesses that run care homes, they, of course, need to do their marketing as well. And it's very important for them to show uh, to the relatives of the person that's coming into their care that they really provide a good quality of life for that person and the best possible care for the vulnerable.
0: Mm -hmm. And how would they do that? We've talked about uh, this people-centric approach, healthy and productive. How does this apply specifically to this user group?
1: What's tended to happen, as, as you probably know, John, is that over the years, uh, buildings have become more and more airtight. Mm-hmm. Uh, many buildings are now constructed without enough thought to ventilation. You have uh, perhaps bad air inside the buildings and it can really not escape, having a detrimental effect on people. But also in, an, in a building like a care home, There's a big focus on cost. I'm sure you know that the cost of care goes up and up and up. And so uh, as a society as a whole, we're also looking at how you can reduce the cost of care. And inevitably, that also tends to mean that you get a high density of people. You get a lot of people in quite a small space in a care home. And that greatly impacts the air quality.
0: Yeah, we do see across uh, every every industry that the demand on space and the cost of space within buildings is becoming higher and higher. So there's no reason why care homes would be a, a kick to that trend, that there's more people in, in less floor area. And I'm sure you've thought about the impact
1: of bad air quality. So for example, if you have high levels of CO2 in the, in the air, then it becomes very difficult for people to remain alert. Now, that of course affects the, the the people who are being cared for, but it also affects the staff that have to look after them. They lose sharpness, they lose the ability to concentrate and remain alert. So that's CO2. But it doesn't stop there, John, because you have to also consider humidity. Humidity has a number of effects. Of course, it affects your, your general level of comfort if it's too dry or too wet, but it can also affect the rate of virus transmission within uh, an indoor space. Now, this is particularly critical when you have vulnerable people. If they get a cold or, or flu, uh, it can even lead to their death. Uh, so, this, this is very serious. Uh, furthermore, If you have a high rate of virus transmission, maybe during the winter when everyone's getting colds and flu, this also affects your staff in a care home. They're much more likely to be absent. Then you have to go to an agency, get expensive uh, replacement staff. There's a lot of disruption. So there's real value that can be created by controlling humidity reducing virus transmission. Yeah,
0: okay, you touched on a few points there. The the uh, the one that you thought was this consistency because not only is it about the health uh, and productivity of the the staff and also the residents, but also, you know, these are the places where people live a lot of of their time. So it's about a lifestyle it's having It's about quality of life. Yeah, so. and building relationships with those staff, so having consistency also makes that lifestyle more enjoyable and then being comfortable and feeling alert and and having more interaction with your, your residents and amongst the people that are living in this place is also a huge boost to that lifestyle.
1: Yeah and it's really important for uh, the companies that are, de- uh, are uh, developing this business, owning the care homes and also for the engineers, the consultants and the planners to be aware of this and to think in advance before the construction phase begins what sort of ventilation is needed, what mechanical equipment is needed and how to achieve a, a healthy climate Uh, a healthy space for uh, all of these care homes and retirement homes.
0: Yeah, because in in this application in particular, in this segment of the industry, it's uh, even a larger impact. You know, for for us that go to work every day, we're in the office from from 8 till 5 or 8 till 6, but we go home to a different space. But when you spend most of your time and most of your days within this space, it's even more important to have uh, an environment, a, a space that makes you feel good and healthy and happy and reliable. Yeah, that's right. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us at Buildings of Tomorrow. Remember to tune in between March 8th and 13th for exclusive content and special guests direct from Lighten Building 2020 in Frankfurt.